Oh, hello there and welcome back. Hi there, Clarice. How are you doing today? I'm great, Cheryl. What about you? Oh, just fantastic. The snow's on the ground, the birds are chirping, and it is a beautiful day. That's lovely to hear. We're so happy to have you all here with us today. I am your host, Cheryl. And I'm Clarice. And this, this is, is a Disco Biscuits for the People. And today we have a fucking awesome plan for you all. Absolutely. We have a mega Disco Biscuit. We've transitioned... From two to one mega. To one giant biscuit. It's like when you go to the store and, you know, you get the whole roll of Pillsbury Doughboys and instead of baking each one individually, you just mash them into one giant ball and you bake that on high. Because that's yes. definitely what people in Britain, what people like, you know, who live where we live, like they're just going and get Pillsbury that's, Doughboys. That's what we do for breakfast, lunch and dinner out here. A little we spot of jam. You know, you know, fuck the multiple cookie dough balls. We mash them into one pot and we make a massive cookie, a massive disco biscuit. A massive disco biscuit. And it's it's such a lovely, lovely topic that we have here for you today. And Clarice just has a very beautiful way of putting it. Would you like to tell the audience what we have here? Absolutely. So recently I, I came upon um, this like idea that we are not humans experiencing life per se, but we're actually life experiencing a human. It is gorgeous. And you know, when she said that to me for the first time, I had to take a moment with it and had to think about it. So let's- You have to bask in it a little bit. I had, had to just soak in it, had to look like my lizard and sit underneath marinate. the light, just, just let it saute, let the juices soak and really embody what that means. And today we're just gonna go off that. And so we are not humans experiencing life. We are life experiencing humans. And you know, I think it that is so beautiful because when we talk about who we are at our core, who we are at our most deepest being, some might call that the soul or whatever have you but spirit exactly whatever. that spirit and that soul in many religions and in many people's beliefs goes well beyond this physical form so you know it's it's just a blip it's just a time frame it's just a period amongst the grand scheme of everything that we get to experience this human body Absolutely, and like delving into that a little more, I think where issues arise in this society is when we sort of forget that we're not just humans experiencing life and that you can't really control what life is, you know, doing. It ebbs and it flows, and it's all about finding that present moment of enjoying where you are and not like clutching on to something. Um, you know, in the future. Yes, and out of, out of your own reach. And I, I think that's really important thinking about, you know, not not 
clutching on to something from the future and equally not clutching on to something from the past because just because it's something we experience doesn't mean that it defines who we are. It is 100% a part of us because it's something that we in this human experience have gone through, but it doesn't have to define who we are in this present moment. And similarly, going on with the future, we don't need to reach for something that we can manifest and have right here in this moment. Absolutely. No matter what has happened to you in your past or what you're worrying about in your future, you're still the same person and you're still a whole being. You're not less of a person. You are still divine and, you know, authentic the way you are, no matter how much, how much you are healing from or how much you are going through. It's about unconditional love of yourself. Oh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm fully on the page with you now, understanding what route you're going down. We're still a whole being. And I think where that becomes really important is especially with the year we just had, this crazy year of 2020 of so many ups and downs and a lot more downs, unfortunately, and just anything from pandemic to riots, the election to all of it, it has put everyone in a spiral. And I heard what I thought was really interesting coming into 2021 was so many people would say, I can't wait until the new year when everything gets better. And, you know, that's always a constant theme for the new year. People are really excited for the resolutions, which we tapped on a little bit last time, and how people are ready to make those changes. But just because the date flipped from December 31st to January 1st doesn't mean that anything has changed. And it's still another day. It's still another day. And and it's still the same thing because of whatever situation and perspective you place yourself in. You know, if if you are dreaming and hoping and wishing that the next day is going to be better, then what are you going to do right now in the moment to be able to allow that to happen? Yeah, and going along with that, like, our present thoughts are what actually determines our our future. That's what we're manifesting through us. So if you're, you know, living in the past and you are full of regret and shame and anxiety and, like, you're not working through those emotions, you're only manifesting that for your future. If you're constantly worrying you're going to be sad in your future or you're going to be uh, a failure, well, you're going to manifest that rather than if you're living in the present moment you are appreciating the things you have no matter what is going on you know especially during times like these in 2020 appreciating the time you get to spend with your family a little extra more or your friends a little bit extra more that you might be living with or maybe it's appreciating that time with yourself and by doing that you're manifesting a future for yourself that is in alignment with you oh i love that and i would take that even a step further than just Um, the thoughts that you manifest but your actual presence in this body because even if you your thoughts aren't saying oh I regret or I suppress or this or that from the from the past or the future 
it can get rooted inside of our bodies that even if we think, oh, I'm great and everything's fine and we're going to do awesome, but there's so much underneath the surface, so much attached to ourselves, that's what's going to continue to move forward until we can release that and to work through that. Right, and it's all about like paying attention to both of them as like the mind and the body are one because like I, I know I'm guilty of this too is like I, I feel a pain in my body and I immediately like instead of paying attention to it I'm like oh I need Advil or I need you know Tylenol I need something to fix it right now and be better but really like our thoughts manifest in our body and like our emotions and our subconscious mind can be seen all over our body so by paying attention to those aches and pains like oh my lower back is killing me today well like let's delve into that let's breathe and let's think about you know what what is our lower back telling us what is stored there what kind of tension what kind of trauma what kind of emotions are stored in our body that we need to release so that we can move forward and be present in this current moment totally i think that is so crucial and that what's that what that's doing like you said is is such a beautiful thing it's taking us from our headspace and putting us into our body and allowing those two things our mind and our body and our soul to be able to have this communication with each other and an understanding of each other where one is is not the the ruler or the head of the other because i think specifically in the time frame that we're in and the lives that we live we have become so victim to being controlled by our minds and our thoughts and that is not all of what our being is it's a part of it but it's not the whole thing and something interesting that i was pondering was what what is an original idea because there's so much external stimulation that comes in there's so much external frequencies and energies that what can we truly claim as our own and what is truly from ourselves and I thought that was very fascinating going to the point of think about when you are in a space with some people that just it doesn't feel right something feels really off and there's there's not a synergy there it could what could be happening is you're receiving other people's energies and the other things that they're putting out into the world other things that they're dealing with all of their past suppressions what they're reaching for for the future and that can penetrate and get into yourself and that can be so powerful yeah i think it can be absolutely like super impactful to our our being and our mentality and our emotions and everything and it kind of reminds me of i saw this documentary called fantastic fungi and it talked about how the like roots of the tree go go down and then there's all this mycelium from the mushrooms and that's how the trees share nutrients and communicate and like that doesn't exclude humans like we're on this earth and we're constantly feeding off of each other's energies we're constantly feeding off of each other's like communication skills like that's how we essentially share our you know nutrients is like our emotions almost and we can take on other people's emotions you know unsolicited sometimes (laughs) and that can have a huge effect 
totally. It's important to realize like what ground and what's yeah. you know someone else's. I love the way you put that because it makes me think kind of what we were tapping into last week as well about or last episode was how it it also depends on what we're putting inside of our bodies and the environment in which we're in. You know, if you're living in a city versus living in a rural area, you're being exposed to very different chemicals and environments and how much we've learned from, you know, uh, in my studies, just learning about people who were working as coal workers for so long, who have to worry about silicone poisoning or whatever it is. Like back in that time, we didn't realize the impact of this air, this atmosphere, these chemicals that would have on people's bodies until now we're seeing it can cause serious complications and cancer and lung problems and you know it's creating this environment that we're all in the same space too I love that you say you know the mushrooms are part of the trees and the trees are part of us and and the trees are what give us our oxygen you know what allow us to be able to it's undeniable we are all connected by energy and this planet like i'm sorry but like humans are not the only like things on this earth that like interact with it right and what really just you know irks me and really rubs me in a funny way and i try to just you know be in my own space about it but it it gets me riled up is the fact that gets you a little fired up Cheryl it gets me a little fiery gets me a little fiery but when people think that humans are the best thing that has happened to this planet, to the world to whatever and we're so advanced and we have this technology and we have okay people Maybe we're advanced in our own minds because that's what we think and, and you know, an elephant isn't like, hey, no, you're actually fucking the whole thing up because an elephant can't talk. So just because we can talk and share ideas and consciousness and we creative technology doesn't mean that we're any better. And if anything, we're destroying, we're destroying this earth so much more than any other animal you know and in the wild what i think is so fascinating is oftentimes you see these beautiful stories of uh, you know a sick little raccoon and he's just hobbling about and can't find any food or or he's you know he's got a leg bitten off partially and he's hobbling across the forest floor and you know doesn't really know what to do and then all of a sudden a uh, a coyote comes up to him and while the coyote could eat the raccoon he he sees this wounded raccoon and thinks you know I don't know what he thinks but he ends up helping him (laughs) in the end you know and and he sees him as just another being and yes, there's another alternative story where the coyote does eat the raccoon, but you know the coyote. We'll be talking about that today. <laughs> and the the uh, the difference is the coyote is never going to take more from its earth than it is giving to it, and it's never going to take more than it needs. And I think that's what simply exists as a being. And- right. And that's been something I've been working with a lot lately and I've been cutting out 
uh, eating a lot of meat and being a pescatarian. I'm going to get all that, you know, feedback out there. It's like, oh, you're crazy vegetarian, vegan fuck. But, you know, for myself, I'm, I just started realizing how ridiculously mass produced we are I mean, it's been happening forever, but I finally embodied it myself of, of how we are just killing animals at an exponential rate. And we're taking so much more from the earth than it's receiving. Yes, Cheryl, that's an excellent, excellent thing you just brought up because I actually have transitioned to almost entirely vegetarian eating. Wonderful. Um, well, here and there I have like meats, but it really comes down to it for me too is is like first of all the industries are absolutely horrible and are money-making businesses but outside of that it's also comes down to like when you think about what you're putting in your body like you're putting in this food coming from a negative place into your body and that energy that's interconnected through everything well you're also consuming that through this animals that you're eating whereas like plants are completely different when you're consuming them um these these meat industries are just so so awful right now animals are treated in inhumanely they're injected with things to make them bigger it's all about money they do not care about the customer about our health about anything not at all and and while people want to believe it or not it is true the the energy and what is behind that animal before it dies gets transmitted it happens and it's undeniable because we live on an energetic you know planet we're all connected that way right right and i think you know we have in as a society we've just gone so far away from that and and then the people who who speak along this way like we are we get feedback from the environment or from you know other individuals around us are like oh you're like a hipster you're hippie like you're woo woo but sure say whatever you want about it but it's just the nature of what this is you know because we're all trying to get it what is the purpose of life or what is the purpose of being here and you know we are just connected being it's an undeniable piece exactly and and i feel as though it's it's pretty obvious that as humans we are we are taking more than what was meant to be dealt to us like in the saying leave no trace we have left a trace let me tell you totally we've left And I think there are many places that are working against that and I have I've seen it and I've heard about it and it is beautiful. I've I've heard about, you know, I just wish we can do this in America, just take I mean in Britain, you know, because that's where we are. But (laughs) I just I just wish, you know, in America, whatever. Oh it's snowing! Oh my goodness, look at it come down. Oh it is it is really it's really coming it's probably not snowing there in california for me it's quite sunny outside i actually think my roommates might be swimming right (laughs) (laughs) they're swimming in the pool and it's over here just dumping snow anyways but on small islands in places like costa rica um 
or you know in other uh, places of Central America they can't have any waste because waste is quite an expense to be able to get rid of and Similarly, uh, it also happens in a lot of places in Africa, and this is where I saw it for the first time, is biogas, bioenergy. And what they do is they take all of their waste and they mix it with cow dung and in this, in this particular unit, and there's some chemical reaction that happens, and there's a spout that comes out of it, and it gets converted into a gas into methane that they then use to power their stoves. And it's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Like they turn their shit into fire and gas and things that are reproducible and they're not just filling landfills and filling oceans and filling everywhere with waste. We're, they're reusing it, they're being sustainable. And I just, I dream about a sustainable place and how we can work towards this. And, you know, I think linking back to what we are talking about earlier is like, instead of me reaching into the future and saying, oh, you know, one day, maybe things will be more sustainable. But it's what can I do right now as my own individual being to participate in that as much as I can. Sure, well, that's, that was just so wonderful. And, I mean, I just think it's it goes back to the idea of, like, oneness. Like, I, I think, like, we as humans have a tendency to separate ourselves and think, well, me, like, doing something right now isn't going to change anything because I'm one person. Well, that, I'm sorry, but, like, I've, I find that to be kind of a toxic mindset because, like then you become part of the problem. I mean, every single person has a choice to make when it comes to everything. Totally. And it's about making that choice that's in alignment with yourself, in alignment with like humans and the betterment of this planet. It's like the separateness is what divides us. It's, it's that thinking of, oh, well, future generations are going to have to deal with that. But like, we don't, luckily, we don't have to deal with the, right. you know, plastic problems. Like, they can handle that. Well, well, no, because now you're part of the problem. You're contributing to the problem. Totally, exactly. And that always reminds me, and I'm sure many of you know it out there, of the starfish story, and it's my favorite. When anybody says to me, you know, well, you're only one person, what can you do? I tell them the story because it it's just the best way to put it. And that is... You know, a little boy is on the beach and thousands of starfish get washed up onto the shore. And he just starts picking up one starfish by another and throwing them back into the ocean. And an old man walks up to him and said, Son, you know, there's thousands of starfish. What do you think you're going to do? How are you making a difference? And he said, you know what? It made a difference to that one and to that one and to that one and that is beautiful for that little child to realize something like that and you know what like yes on the grand scheme of things I might not be able to make 
this huge impact, but I can make a small impact in my own life now that can trickle out. And like, even if that's helping one person or saving one life, like, I personally think that's very worth it. Like, and I, I, totally. I think most people would agree. Like, you're changing one on something on a small scale. You're able to move out of this like big, overwhelming future, dark cloud, and you're able to live in this present moment, appreciate what you have, right. help what others don't, or help like issues going on in the world, and therefore you're able to live a happier life. One hundred percent. And and as long as you know, it takes that accountability to be to be able to say. Is what I am doing in align with my being and in align with who I am? And again, it's getting at that central core and releasing whatever is not your own and whatever is not the influences from outside. Absolutely. And it also, like what we were just talking about, kind of reminds me of like you can implement this like small scale thing into all sorts of ways in your life like I I know that like goals can be really hard for people to achieve because they choose this like huge overarching goal and then they never actually complete that goal because it's too daunting but like imagine if we were to take like these big goals and say well well that's that's overwhelming me and then think about it on a small scale what can i do today just today what can i do today to move me one step closer to this big goal that is overwhelming me and then all you have to think about is that one baby step baby step baby step baby step we love baby steps we love baby steps and we love giant biscuits Absolutely. (laughs) What about a baby eating a giant biscuit? Would that not be the cutest thing ever? Absolutely adorable. Like honey dripping all over his face. (laughs) Reminds me of like a child going into the candy store and they pull out the biggest lollipop and they're just staring at it. But instead it's a giant biscuit and it's so big that the kid can sit inside the biscuit and then you pour the gravy over the kid's head. That's very intricate, and I think it needs to be our new um, podcast cover. <laughs> Does anyone someone, out there know how to do graphic design? Yeah, someone please sketch that up for us, because we would love to have a baby inside of a biscuit with sausage uh, gravy dripping all over them. Except not sausage, because Clarice and I are both vegetarians now, so make it make it a veggie, yeah, so, a veggie gravy. <laughs> but anyways, I did want to go back to something what you were just saying because I think it's it's so important to to have that have that direction and have that movement because what is the opposite of movement? If we're not moving, we're standing still. And what you say? We're potatoes. We're potatoes. We're just vegetables sitting here. And so even if you don't, something I would get caught up in all the time is okay, yes, I have this big goal, but I don't know how to get there. So I, I, you become frozen in space, become still. Well, even if I don't know how to get there, you just take one step at a time. 
and the bastard <laughs> one baby one baby step at a time like you said and my friend so I'm going through PA school right now and I had a friend who graduated and is a year above me and I called her one day and I said you know I am just reeling this is so fucking hard like what did you do what is some advice and she said you know what you cannot think beyond this week you cannot think about next week about next month about next rotation about next module because you will have a panic attack and it will happen it's just how it is because it's so daunting and it is such a big task and you know she said just think about this week and think about this day and that has helped me exponentially just from a school standpoint just to think okay well if I can get you know what can I do today to learn and to process this and that goes way beyond just school like you were saying it goes so far into our beings of what can I do today to get closer to being my best self and even those like even the goals don't even need to be big goals like it could be something like a small goal something that's not like as significant but that is still overwhelming you like I don't know why this is the example but I think about like oh I really want to like start a garden well that's not like a daunting goal I would say it's not like a life you know like a huge future goal but like it can be overwhelming to just like think about that and then like think you have to start it all at once but like if you're thinking you know all right, let's see what we can do this week. You know, like Monday, let me just research for 30 minutes about what it means to garden. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff, it can be applied in, in anything you do, any anything you're working towards, anything that, you know, you want to do for yourself. Even like we were talking about releasing those emotions. If you're, if you're stuck in the past or if you're stuck in the future, some people might say, well, I can't release them. Right, that might be daunting, and it, it once was for me as well, but taking a look into a smaller scale, what can I do today that might allow me to release some of my emotions, whether that's journaling, exercising, meditation, something, anything, just to kickstart it and not think about the huge goal, yeah. but like the mini goals. Oh, I think that is beautiful. Maybe the little little biscuits along the way leading to Big Daddy <laughs> Biscuit. <laughs> It's beautiful <laughs> to the mega basket, but yes, it's it's wonderful. And I think about it in the context of uh, this was something that I think we've discussed before. But I I love hobbies. I love having you know we talked about it last week or the other episode, just saying like how important it is to have all of these different things that you can release because sometimes it's gonna be different. So I love having my hobbies, and sometimes people will say oh my gosh, that's so cool that you, you know, longboard. I've always wanted a longboard. And I said, well, why don't you? And then, oh, well, you know, pish posh, whatever they say. Um, I I notice that is a constant theme all of the time. And people say, oh, well, I, no, I, I could never do that. Well, why? Why could you never do yeah. that? Like, all it takes is on a smaller scale is to just look at it and always like I've always personally wanted to like get into dance and so like you know even like going to a small scale like looking up a 
Zumba video on YouTube is, is super low risk. You're at home. No one's going to see you. And it's <laughs> one step closer to working exactly. towards that goal. Yeah. And we have... Fortunately and unfortunately, sometimes we have that access to YouTube and to things that we can get there so quickly. But from the same scale, I can see how it could be very overwhelming because you're, you know, perusing on TikTok or whatever it might be. And you see all these people doing all these incredible things. And I know sometimes I could see that and be like, oh, well, <clears throat> I want to be a, a baker and a sommelier. And I also want to build my own school bus house. And I want to be able to run a 5K. And it be can become very overwhelming when there's so much stimulus. But it's, it's picking the things that are of highest priority to you and just working and in alignment. In an alignment, yes. And truly feeling that and and knowing the underneath reasons of why that's what you want to do because I think that can really help and direct us to what it is that we want to try because if I want to try something just because Gerald is doing it you know great maybe that's just a little bit of motivation that I need but maybe I'm doing it because Gerald's doing it and I want to get back at Gerald for uh, cheating on me with schmoozmar. <laughs> A goddamn schmoozmar, right? Exactly. <laughs> then maybe that's not the the best way to be looking at it, you know? Absolutely. It's all about your intention and your, like, perspective doing these things. Like, I, I encourage you guys, you listeners, to really think about what are things you want to do if you're overwhelmed by like new things you want to start new hobbies or even just like too many goals like what is the one that feels closest to your heart what is the one that feels most alignment with who you are and who you want to be and like i encourage you know doing that searching before even getting to the small scale stuff and then figuring out like what you really like what really makes you happy what really um, aligns with you and I even encourage like if you're feeling stuck energy wise like going back to the idea that we're all connected and like maybe you're taking on too many other emotions from people or you're not able to release your own and stuff something that I've found that's really helpful is just doing something that you wouldn't normally do like com something completely not normal for your routine just to shift that energy that will create an energy mm. shift if you if you never go to um, i don't know like if you never go hiking if you're not a hiker but like you've always wanted to try like maybe one day if you're feeling stuck like find a hike and go like something you wouldn't normally do it, it creates what? a draft shift in energy and gives you like you're like whoa that was really cool or you're like i'm probably never gonna do that again but like it's an experience exactly it your energy, allows it to flow again allows you to reconnect and let go i love that that's beautiful and that makes me think i was just listening to this other podcast um and miley cyrus was on it it was wonderful just learning about her and her being now and she was talking about she was reading this book about docs and about how um about how ducks have this constant pattern that they all do together when they're together in a group and they'll go up and they'll eat the bread and then they'll fly into the water again and they'll flap their wings and whatnot. But what happens is 
if two dogs come together and they get into a fight and they get into a tizzy and then what happens is they swim off in either directions and they go in their corners and they flap their wings and it seems so funny but that is that dog's way of releasing that energy, that anxiety, that fear, whatever it might be from the fight interaction that they have with the other dog. They take that moment to isolate and to flap their wings. And so I love that because I was thinking about, you know, when we do receive, you know, these energies from being around other people, whether we realize it or not, because I think a lot of the time it happens subconsciously to have that moment of our own to flap our wings. You know, in what ways are you individually flapping your wings, releasing that energy and making sure that it doesn't get stuck to you and define who you are because it's not yours? Cheryl, that's such a lovely analogy. I I just, like, I'm cheesing over here. That's absolutely lovely. I love it. I love it. And it's so amazing. That's, That's one of the, you know, hundreds of examples of things that animals do that that we have studied to be able to realize like they are doing this in order to release this frequency or this energy or whatever it is. There is so much research on many different species and their ways of combating that. And it is incredible. And us in these human bodies in this life experience have have gone away from that and, and forget the things that we can do in order to release. Yeah, and I think, like, what's great about being a human is, like, you have so many options. There's so many, like, wonderful things at your disposal that you can use to release just energy or pent-up feelings or emotion. Like, there's there's a whole world of options out there that you can do, which is great, you know? Yeah, I was gonna. So like, what, how are you gonna flap your wings? Right, exactly. I was gonna say that earlier when you when we were talking about it is, yes, I I think it takes a lot of shift in perspective too because one way you can look at it and say, oh, this is so overwhelming and it can, you can shut down, you can become a ball, or you can just think, how incredible is it that I get to be a soul or whatever that deeper piece is manifesting in a human experience that has all of these options and these beautiful things to do and to use that as your launching point to think like wow I'm going to live this experience to my fullest because it might be the only one I have like this absolutely and I I I genuinely think like self-love and love is the antidote to like our negative like experiences you know if you are having a really rough time if you are absolutely miserable and depressed I guarantee you there's always something you can appreciate about your life in the moment that it is always there's always something you're breathing you're you're experiencing life you you are able-bodied you can see you know that type of thing like if you narrow it down to that like you have you know, there's so many things you can be thankful for and allowing yourself to love yourself unconditionally and love other people unconditionally, you you heal, you heal emotions, you heal from negative experiences and you move into this positive life force. 
That was lovely. I love that. It is so true. I love the idea of gratitude um, because that's something that actually helped me get out of a funk for a while. And if if you listeners out there looking for a way to flap your wings, you know, one thing that I did uh, thanks to my coach was she told me each morning, just write down five things that you're grateful for. And it could be whatever it is. And I noticed that as I did it more and more, I had such an array of things I was grateful for. Sometimes it was a roof over my head. Sometimes it was the sound of raindrops outside my window. And, you know, and sometimes it was just the sound of the breeze. And if you take that moment to reflect and to really realize how wonderful of an existence you have, just makes you all the more appreciative. Absolutely. And I think that I maybe talked about this last time, but like gratitude can change everything. Gratitude is one of the most powerful tools because if you are able to take a moment and get out of your mind and realize the simple things that you are just thankful for, you shift your like negative thought patterns into positive ones. You're, you're actually rewiring your brain. Mm -hmm. So anytime you are having a really, really horrible time if you take it's it sounds contradictive it really does but like if you take a moment to appreciate whatever's around you like maybe it like you know sometimes i do gratitude in the morning sometimes i wake up and i'm like i really am having trouble thinking of anything but like narrowing it down to like my blanket is really soft right now i'm thankful for that like even just that like that is something you're thankful for and that moves you into a positive mind and it allows for your mind to not be constantly spinning on these negative thought cycles where you can't get out of it yes totally and i want to go off that and just saying you know having those those points and those moments of reflection where you can pull yourself out of it because sometimes when you're spiraling off like that it's really hard to pull yourself back down or to even notice you're spiraling and something that i've started doing is uh after after we were together for the holidays and we were saying grace before all of our meals you know Clarice and I do not come from a religious household, but so we kind of started joking around with our family and started saying grace before meals. And, and we did it in a very light, you know, humor sense, and it was very comical. But I really, I reflected on that and thought about how important it really is to be grateful for the food that's being placed in front of me. And no matter what the food is, or no matter what your religious affiliation is, or what you believe in, it is still something that is fueling your body and having an appreciation for that is wonderful. And just taking that moment to thank the food that you've either made or picked up and before you just dive right in. And so I think having those checkpoints throughout the day, you know, thinking, well, okay, maybe every time that I put my seatbelt on, or every time I step out of the car, every time that I brush my teeth, I'm going to think of something I'm grateful for. And having those points really drop you back into that and allow that rewiring, as you're saying. Absolutely. And like bringing it back to the fact that we're all connected with energy, um, a really, really fascinating experiment uh, that I have seen is if it's called the rice experiment and people mm. took two jars of cooked rice 
and they said, all right, to one of the draws, you are going to say positive things to the rice. You're going to compliment them. You're going to shower them with love. The other one, you're going to cuss at it. You're going to say negative things. And this is the most mind-blowing thing ever. After, like, I think one or two weeks of this, the bad rice looked, like, all moldy and stuff. And the good rice looked completely fine. And, like, given they did nothing different to these drawers besides saying things to them. So that is how much our energy is affected. So you're able to stop and take a moment, especially like before meals. And like, it doesn't have to be, you know, a religious thing. It can be, but like, just to take a moment and be like, I'm so thankful I have the opportunity to eat. I'm so thankful that I get these nutrients that fuel my body. Well, that's positive words going into your food that are probably going to affect your body differently then if you looked at your food and you're like, oh shoot, I forgot to go to the grocery store and I made this horrible meal and I'm gonna have to eat it. Yes, I love that you brought up that experiment because I haven't heard of that one specifically, but I've heard of uh, the same kind of thing with water, um, two glasses of water, which that brings the connection even further because our bodies are made up of so much water. So of course that same reaction is happening to ourselves and to our cells. Ooh happening to ourselves and ourselves oh lovely and something else that i wanted to kind of bring up that we were tapping on earlier i was thinking about this uh one of these tarot cards that i have and uh it's called uh it's called lemuria and uh lemuria is uh is one of the earth's lost lands and uh it's where heaven really is a place on earth and what i think is really beautiful about it is they say in here, uh, we knew that a mosquito was no worse than us and the sun no better. And I think that really ties into what we were speaking to earlier and realizing that, you know, even though we think we're these high mighty beings sometimes and we're so advanced, like we really are no better than an ant and what that ant is experiencing. And and we are no better or no worse than the galaxy and what has put us here because there is no better and worse. It's all the same because we're all connected. Absolutely. And that's that's just beautiful. I mean, and it's true. Like, we're all essentially just, you know, energy connected to other energy. Like, souls, if you will. Some people refer to it as that. But, like, we're all just we're all just souls in different avatar forms of life and we're all connected to each other and it's it's really a beautiful thing and like bringing your like mind back to that idea of you know humans aren't better better than any other species on this planet or better than any other like form like trees and grass like we are we are all oneness and it sounds cliche but it's important to note it really is and it's important to if you're able to realize that and embody that you can accept anybody for where they're at you know you come across some people who are assholes and some people who rub you the wrong way but taking a moment to realize that they're also just doing the best they can and they're also just another life force inside of this weird awkward human body that we're trying to figure out how it works we're all just trying to figure out how it works and and some people do it in one way and some do it in another and it makes 
not a single difference. Absolutely. It, it even makes like expectations better, you know, like there's always going to be people you meet that you don't like, but if you're able to look at them and like look outside of like the normative thinking and be like, well, you know, they're doing the best they can with the resources they have now and with the cards that they've been dealt on this like right. life journey that they've been on. You don't know what has happened to them in their childhood. You don't know what they've had to deal with and like whatever that is has made them the way they are. So like taking a step back and being like, okay, personally, I'm not enjoying this person's company, but I can appreciate that they are as they are now because of the resources they have. Yes, that is so true. And throwing back something else that we've talked about where it's, you know, other people are just a mirror of what we see in ourselves and thinking, okay, maybe that person's, you know, acting this way because I could be something that I am giving off is triggering something in them and the way that they're perceiving me or the way that I'm perceiving them is I'm pulling out the things that I am not secure about or have worked with in myself yet and really taking that into a different perspective and not just thinking well this person's just an asshole because they're an asshole like there's so many factors that can go into that absolutely Absolutely, I completely agree. So I think, you know, I guess just wrapping up for today is is really just being appreciative and grateful for the circumstances that have been given to us, being graceful and gentle with the other beings in your life, human or otherwise, and fully accepting... to run back to love instead of, you know other feelings like being able to bring yourself back to love of oneself unconditionally being able to love this planet love yourself unconditionally unconditionally definitely i think that is a beautiful place to conclude for today so thank you for joining us and again today was about not being a human experiencing life but a life experiencing human and we hope that you all had a magnificent time with us today as we had with you until next time this was disco biscuits for the people